Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Beauty in the Bod. We're back. We're back for like the fifth time. But you know what? We always come back. We we're, do. We're like the ex you can't get rid of. It's true. That's... <laughs> I mean... I didn't really think about that, but yeah. It could be me, but you know, there are people <laughs> with exes like that. Um, we are joined by two very special guests today. Um, the mascots of Beauty in the Bod, which mm. is um, the French Bulldogs, Blue and Prim. Um, so we're just addressing that in the room because they're snorters, they're farters, um, they're louder than any animal should be. So if you hear a little background noise, it's because they're, they're hopping on the pod today, but you know, they're hanging out. Those will be their only contributions. And just so you know, their names are blue and prim. Cuties. Cuties. Um, but yeah, they're excited to be here. They're excited to be our live studio audience. Mm -hmm. But before we like get into anything, what's a good word? Good word. Um, well, so I'm really excited because we are like chipping Joannaing my house this weekend. DIYing. So we've already like hung a mirror, and I mean that doesn't sound like much, but that mirror has been literally sitting there for like four months. So it was a really big deal to me. And it wasn't just that we hung the mirror. We went to Home Depot. We bought the nails. Oh yeah. We got out the leveler. We got the hammer. Do you think on dating apps when men say they want an adventure partner, that's what they're talking about? Because to me, that was an adventure. I mean, I'm getting the vibe, no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, I mean, I wish, because I feel like I'm very handy, you know, with my whole reverse osmosis system. Yeah, I mean, you got that mirror up pretty quickly. But I feel like guys are like, oh yeah, she hung a mirror, I want her. I don't feel like they, I don't feel like that's the first thing they think about. I kind of wish. Well, just more like... Going to Home Depot, getting the stuff to hang the mirror, hanging the mirror, getting excited about it. Like, to me, that's an adventure. But, like, do you, like I feel that. when guys say, oh, I want an adventure buddy or someone to go on adventures with, I'm like, is that what you mean? Because that's my extent of an adventure. <laughs> like, I literally want to watch TV the rest of the day because I feel it, accomplished. It might be some guy's idea of an adventure in my, maybe. Well, if you're that guy, call me. <laughs> DMs are open. DMs are open. What's your good word? Good word. Um, I honestly didn't think there are so many good things. I should have something come up so quickly. I'm spending the weekend with you, actually. This oh, has been fun. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to cry this weekend. <laughs> I'm emotional. Stop. This is fun. No, I'm happy to be here. Oh my gosh. Yes. Loren and I are spending Memorial Day weekend together because it's just, it's a beauty in the bad weekend. Yeah. Doing, we're DIYing. We're eating good food. I feel like this truly is a beauty in the bad weekend because you made me work out last night against my will. <laughs> And then we came home and did face masks. Like, what is more Beauty and the Bod than that? Honestly, Beauty and the Bod-esque. Um, yeah, no, we've already had so much fun, and it's already only been one day. So yeah. So that is very exciting. It's been a good time. Um, obviously, we've been gone for a little while, but we keep saying life's happening, you guys, but it's not a joke. Like, life keeps happening. Truly. We, like, we mean it. Um, like, let's give people an example. Well, Lauren's life was threatened, so that's one. <laughs> um, Audrey's mom moved out. <laughs> Yeah, she was staying with me, not living with me, though. Let's be clear about that. Um, she was not living with me, just staying with me. Um, but yeah, she moved to another state, which is pretty, like, I, I'm, like, on my own for the first time in my life. Like, not living with a friend, feel? a partner, nobody. Um, it's weird. I have, I'm not registering yet. I'm, I feel kind of weird about it. Are you kind of shocked? I'm, I feel like you're still in shock. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like. I feel like this is going to be the best year. So first off, let me start by saying this is Audrey's coming up golden year. Turns 29 on the 29th. This is going to be your best year yet. 28 is, this is my golden year. I'm living it right now. And it's been the best. I didn't know it. It's also, it's been the best and the worst. Oh. But 
the best, mostly. I've grown so was much. Was that because of the restraining order, or was that something uh, else? Largely, that, that did contribute, yes, to oh, okay. this golden year. It's been an adventure, for sure. But the good, the good is you quit your job, you start a new career, new industry. New industry. Which is amazing. Like, we're just saying, guys, like, a lot's been going on. It's true. Like, and we're now coworkers. We're now coworkers, which is so exciting. I love slacking you every day. It's like the highlight. I was gone for a work trip for a little while. Yeah. I was out of town. Then you were out of town. Like, it's just been a lot. Going, going, going. But we're back. And we're, like, back in full force. Like, we're ready. We will be posting every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we do this again, like, just feel free to, like, not be our friends anymore, guys. It's fine. Well, and I did get messages from, like, our three fans, a.k.a. my sister and one of my, like, two of my coworkers, asking where... We you have been. You guys are the realest. They are. You are the real ones. And Shout out to you three. Yeah, and Haley too. She gets really mad. So <laughs> we're here, Haley. We're here and we're back. Um. So uh, this episode's gonna be funny because we are doing an advice episode. Mm-hmm. Because we feel we're qualified for that. We just feel like our lives are going so well. <laughs> no. So what we're gonna do is we found. This website that does an advice column. And so we got the questions and we're going to give you our takes on the advice. Is it good advice? No. Is it bad advice? Not particularly. Not particularly. Is it unconventional? And is it honest to God what we would do? Yeah. We're just going to be very honest and transparent. We'll be very honest. Yeah. Uh, Some of what we've chosen to do for in some of these situations, not our best. But you know what? We learned. We own our toxicity right here, I feel. (laughs) I I think that's one of our best qualities is we own our toxicity. We do. We do. Toxicity, immaturity, whatever you want to call it. We're self-aware queens. (sighs) All right, let's jump into it. Okay, so this is our first question. I love this one. Is it okay not to have a friend group? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I mean, I think we both have the same answer. Um, yeah, like, I hope it's okay because I don't have one. Well, and my friend group consists of my siblings. They are my friends. Oh, well, that's sweet. But that's, like, they're, like, they have to be. So that's, like, outside of that, I think I have two friends. Yeah, same. No, like, I definitely close friends. Two. I have acquaintances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have acquaintances. But, I yeah, I have, like, two best friends. Yeah. And I have lots of acquaintances. Yes. But I think it's hard to have friends as an adult. It is. It's also so hard to make friends. I love how people are, like, you live in the city. It should be so easy to meet people. But it's, like, not. It's not. Well, and it's also too hard to, like, find, like, I'm not trying to be shitty, but, like, a lot of people, it's hard to find people that prioritize friendships. So, a lot of times when you meet somebody, yeah, you might have a connection and, like, oh, yeah, like, let's be friends and hang out. But, like, there's no connection to make that person really invested in you. Kind of, like, yeah, like, you need, well, also, I think, too, it's a matter of, like, finding people that have the same things in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like... Without that, but it's so easy in high school to find that because you're grouped in, you're in these classes with people or in college even because you're in these classes with people every day. So obviously you have the same major in common, most likely. Unless, well, you know what I mean? What like there's, have, especially in high school, what do you have besides friendships? Right, like, truly, right? Like life was so hard then. I remember thinking, and now I'm like, all I did was hang out with friends, do homework, and play sports. Yeah, and now we have like jobs, responsibilities, we're tired, we have to work out, we have to fix uh, our mental health. Like it's just so much. I'm not sure why I ever wanted to be an adult. Oh, God, me neither. But anyways. I could slap 16-year-old me so hard. I just want to be, yeah. To have no responsibilities again. But then to think at that time, we did. We had so many responsibilities. At that time, it was so hard. You know what I mean? But now, 
getting up early. Like, yeah, getting up early. And now I'm like, oh, is it time to have the floor steam cleaned? Um, yeah. Like, mm. where, how's my water meter looking? I gotta like, change my windshield wiper. Oh my god, do you know how to do that? I do. I actually figured it out. Do you need help? Yeah, can you do mine? Yeah, 100%. I will happily, I'll help you. I'll teach you. Oh, I didn't want to like learn. No, no, I'm going to teach you. That's the year of teaching Audrey. It's the year. I love learning. Okay. Do you want to pick the next one? So friend groups, what do we think? I think it's fine, right? Like, I feel like it's okay not to have a friend group. It's okay. You're vibing on your own. Yeah, don't be hard on yourself about that because it is, of course, it's okay to not have a friend group. It's okay to have a friend group, but it's also okay if you don't. Agreed. Also, as adults, it's just hard. It's hard to find good people. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, my job isn't a good fit anymore. Oh, this is so fitting. What do I do next? I'm going to let you take this one. Honestly, if you have crisis leave, COVID leave, tell your boss you got COVID. Use (laughs) that up. Okay? Because that's what I did. So to any of my coworkers that are listening, please don't go and tell. And we've arrived at Toxic. Um, as as yeah. you're saying, um, please take this advice at your own risk. Yeah. So I used one week of my COVID leave before my boss was, like, threatening to, like, basically fire me. Um, went to, but like... But how can they f- threaten to fire you for taking COVID leave? Because oh, she's cause you didn't have COVID? crazy. No, I... No, you can't ask if I have... You can't confirm if I have COVID. Like, mm-hmm. you can't ask for my test. They couldn't ask. But... Honestly, I had a whole lot of issues with her to begin with. So that was how I know, like, I knew I needed to change Gosh. jobs. Then the death threat came through. Yeah, yeah. That was like a huge, you know, red flag. And then, um, yeah. So I, I decided at that point, okay, I'm gonna quit, but I'm gonna use up all the leave that I have. That makes sense. A lot of people do that. Yep. Took the COVID leave. Went to Lake Powell. Lived it up. But I do think the most important part of this is you had another job lined up. Absolutely. I honest, I'm not a risk taker like that. I couldn't quit without knowing I had something mm-hmm. waiting right. for me. So I used the COVID leave. By the time she decided to like basically say, she's like, if you don't respond by this date, we're going to consider this like your informal resignation. I got home from my Lake Powell trip, got on my email and just emailed her and was like, consider this my resignation, like my email resigning from my position effective immediately. And I was, I was out. You pieced out. Six years at yeah, that company. I thought I was going to be a lifer. They really started treating me badly. They so. did. So I don't even feel bad. So yeah, honestly, you'll know your job isn't a good fit when, like, there's just so many signs pointing to, like, pushing you to get out. Just make sure you always have a job lined up uh, and and get out. Switch industries. I did. It's the best decision I ever made. I'm one weekend, so I think I'm still in the honeymoon phase with the new job, but still. I I love that. I love that. I'm going to leave that advice because I don't really have that advice because I love my job. Well, yeah. And I'm not one to quit. Like, right. Lord knows I would have just stayed and suffered through. But um, no, I love that. I think that, I think that's great advice. Um, okay. I'm going to go next. Are there any ways to deal with unresolved grief? Because I ooh, feel like... Ooh. That's big. Uh, are you going to get a heat rash if I talk about this? Wow. You had to expose that on... We've talked about that la- before. Have, not here? Yes, I have. I think I'm getting a heat rash because you said that. I have said that on I'm here straight before. up getting red. Okay, talk about it while I get my heat rash over here. Just break out in hives. I think that grief kind of... It's my personal opinion. Grief is always unresolved because the whole point of grief is like they're like they're gone like you know like they you never resolve it like it's just like they're always gone they're gonna be gone so how do I cope 
I make really inappropriate jokes. Ugh. And I do a lot of dead humor. You do. Dead, dead dad humor. Like That's cringe. Yeah, you're so cringy about it. Okay, because like, uh, it makes me so sad because I'm just like... Because I hurt so much for you when you make the jokes, and I know I should be laughing, but I feel so disrespectful laughing because I'm like, that's her pain. No, you can totally laugh. Because it's like... I'll never laugh. We gotta laugh, you know? Because, like, we can't cry all the time. Like, I don't cry it out when you... I think that's it. Listen to what your, like, your grief wants from you. That's what my grief therapist used to tell me. Like, if you could, like, picture your grief, like, make it, like, a little cartoon character. Like, what does it want from you? That's interesting. Like, does it want you to cry? Does it want you to laugh? Like, does it want you to, Does yours always want you to laugh? Because you're always (laughs) making jokes. Is yours always laughing? Yours is always laughing, but low-key making other people cry. I know. But, no, you know how, like, my... It's because I don't show people the sad part, but you know what I do when I'm sad? Uh, I don't know if I want to know this. I'll probably cry, but okay. I have my dead dad playlist, and it's all the music that makes my dad used to listen to and sing to me and makes me think of him and, like, what he used to listen to. And so I li- this literally only happens to me in the car. It's like if I'm feeling this way, I get in the car, I turn on my dead dad playlist, and I just drive, and wow. I, I sob. And wow. then I get out of my car, and I leave it there. Like, I just... It exists in my car. It's like... It exists in your car. It exists in my car. So you can leave it behind and, like, yeah, go inside. Yeah, and I just, and... like, go on the road. I cry, I cry, I cry, I cry, I cry. Are you sure that's, like, safe? Let's just, like... Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I mean I'm not kidding, but, like, I am. I have pulled over twice. That's because good. I was if you're sobbing, so yeah. I was crying so hard, I couldn't see well, so I did uh. pull over. And I don't... Well, I have done it a couple times at night, but, like... Wow, okay. We need to discuss the strategy here. If it's here. ever unsafe, I do pull over. Cool. But I'm more thinking of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I'm not a huge, like... Uh, like, big time, just... Like, yeah, where you're I'm sobbing a, and, like... <gasps> I'm more of a crocodile tears or Like, okay. it's just, like, a lot of, like, crocodile tears coming down. That's kind of more my style. I think it's growing up so dramatic and, like, trying to, like, master the sorrowful crying. Wow. Um, so, but, yeah, so I turn on my dad-dad playlist and I just drive and I cry and then I come home and I stop crying. And I'm, like, okay. And you move on. And then I move on and then I just laugh the other times and I'm just giggling and, and jokey and... And that's how you move through it. Yeah. And that's, but I think it's important to know that it's never going to be resolved because he's never going to be alive again. Right. So it's, it's like... It's always going to be there. I think a huge piece of my healing came when I accepted it's always gonna hurt yeah but I go through stages where it hurts less or it hurts more and it's like I am really of the belief that these people are always with you I was telling you that yesterday like I really do like feel him and I do think he's always with me you know what fucks me up though what grief when it's like that person is not dead like I feel like I grieve relationships but it's like I hate and I think it is because he died I I hate losing people that are alive like yeah because there's like still that chance they could potentially come back or they're still right. very much present exactly. and around and it's like knowing that there's somebody out in the world that i love you just can't have that i can't have i even if it's like just a friend i hate that i don't do well with that i can't give any advice on that because i don't yeah do well with that, i mean that to be honest you just have you have no choice but to move on like yeah, you, you time time truly does resolve that in my personal opinion speaking as someone who has Move past one very serious relationship. Right. Time did it all. Now I'm like, okay, that's what it is. Right. I have no. Yeah, nothing. I do hope time will heal those. Time will heal those wounds for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll check in in a year. Okay. Um, what do you want to do next? Are. Oh, how do I? How can my partner and I sync our self care routine? 
Okay, I feel like that, unless you guys, I don't think that's possible. Unless you guys have the exact same self-care stuff or like, okay, that, that actually, can we dive into this a little more? Because this sure. is something I actually legitimately have a fear around of like, sure, sure, sure. moving in with my future spouse mm-hmm. of like, how are our routines and just like the way we live our lives going to align? Because you have your certain way of doing things, right? Especially as someone who's lived alone, like I have my... I do my shit a certain way. I have my schedule. I do things on my time. Then someone moves in and they have their thing. Like, I'm very much a night owl. Mm-hmm. What if I marry a guy that's, he's like, I'm up at 4 a.m. every day. I go to bed by 8. So one of us has to adjust, I'm assuming. Or like, but the process of adjusting to align each other's schedules at a certain point, that would be so hard. Like, I'm going to have to start going to bed at 8 p.m. Do you have it for? So, my last relationship was kind of like that. Like, he, like, but we put, like, I, it was really important to me that we went to bed together Mm -hmm. because. I think it's important for most. There's a lot of studies out there that, like, it's an intimacy thing. For sure. Like, you have the pillow talk, you're talking about your day, you're obviously, that's the time of year, like, intimate, things like that. So, we always went to bed together, even if he was not going to go to sleep. Like, he would, Did he like, get back up, though? No, no, no. Like, if he was wanting to watch TV, he watched it in the bedroom. If he wanted to play a game, he played it in the... But I can sleep through anything. Okay, see, I so can't. So, that worked for us, because he would read, or he would be on his phone, or whatever. But we went, were in the room going to bed together. Okay. So, like, the last guy I dated, we didn't live together. Obviously, I stayed over... Quite a bit. All the time. Yeah. So, seemed like we lived together... But we did go to bed together, but he would always fall asleep and I could be awake for two hours just laying there, shooting the breeze, like hanging out by myself. Like, I don't know. And I was too nice to ever turn on the TV or anything in the uh, the bedroom. So, like, for me, I always thought, can I get up and, like, go out and, like, hang out in the living room? Is that rude? I don't... Th- well, I think you have to get to a point in your relationship where you're, like, it's not about being nice because it's, like, you're building your... It's your life, too. So it's like yeah, but like how that's where I get stuck is like how do you mesh? It's like it's like a negotiation. Like you're like okay, I am unwilling for us not to go to bed together, and if he's and you're like so for me that requires me to have some sound in the room, be able to do some things, and then if he's like no, I can't do that. Okay, well then you need to go about a little bit later. Like you need to adjust your like I just don't think it's realistic for two people to come into a relationship and be like this is my routine this is my routine I'm not willing to change anything like your relationship is yeah. gonna suffer like, see yeah and I don't want to be unwilling to change no, things I, don't I think just you know are. I was saying like the like if somebody's like like everybody has to be able to give right I just feel like I'll just I'd be lying if I said I think that's gonna be so hard. It, and no, call me selfish which I probably am because all I have to do is think about me right now yeah but. I, yeah, I have this big fear of moving in with a guy because I'm just like, oh, I think it's going to be so hard because like I just don't do things. I'm up so late. I'd rather go work out late at night, you know, what I mean? at 10 p.m. than get it over with in the morning. Like that's just how I am. But I understand that most adults probably don't operate that way. So it's like those are the big I'm just it just makes me nervous. Or honestly, let's get even our diets like. That stuff yeah. makes me nervous too. But how did you guys do it? Because I feel like your diet was so different than I mean your exes. I do feel like I had a pretty like I I will never speak badly about my ex, but this is actually an area I'll really like praise him on. Okay. And he he when I got sick and changed my diet, he t- he went oh he did he went vegan oh, I he went that. you know because he 
And even when I did my first cleanse, he's like, I will eat what you eat. Like, I, whatever you can eat. Like, he was so in solidarity about those things. So I do feel very lucky for the partner I had. Okay, so he changed. So he, we were very willing to mesh our lives, though. Like, we really, like, it was, this is an area where he was top notch as a partner. um, And I probably didn't appreciate it as much as I should have at the time. But partnership was so important to him that he literally would be like, let's, like, he wanted to, like, meet, like, once a week and sync our routines for the week. Okay, where can we find time for each other? that's cool. Like, so I think, and I do think men are like that. Like, I do think not every man. You know what? Now that you say that, I think you're right. My last ex was like, he always, he asked like, what do you have going on this week? And I used to take it as like, are you trying to find ways? (laughs) You're going to think I'm crazy. Are you trying to find ways not to hang out with me? Like you want to know what I'm doing this week so that you can like figure out like where we don't have to be together. I should have probably. No, he was probably, I think more guys are willing to do that than we think. Yeah. For me, because we didn't live together. Honestly, if you don't live together, it is way harder. I feel because like. Then you you can't really mesh your routines because it's like, well, we don't live together. Like, why would you? Mm-hmm. So it was so much more difficult to, like, you're just really trying at any point, like, to make it work however you can with while well, keeping your own routine at home. But, yeah, he used to ask me, like, we'd go out to eat somewhere or something. He's like, what do you have going on this week? And I used to think, like, why are you asking me that? Like, why do you need to know what I have this week? Like, can we go day by day? Oh, no, that's a recipe for disaster. Well, it must have been because we're not together. <laughs> That must have been what did it in. And that's it. That caused the breakup. I, I don't, I think we, that is an area we can give men some credit on. Because mm-hmm. I do think that when they meet a person they want to make it work with, they will make it work. Even, even a guy I was talking to a little bit recently, like, I mean, it wasn't like super long lived, mm-hmm. but you know, he, um, he didn't live here and he he would kind of make an appointment like okay like wh- what time like can i call what do, what yeah. do you have going on like i do think when a guy's interested in trying to make something work with somebody he they will make an effort to like make it work for you I so to be more aware of that i totally think your fear is valid but i think that it'll be a lot easier than you think i also think that's where combat compatibility comes in oh uh, like, true we were not compatible the last one yeah. we both knew it i don't know what we were doing yeah. it's fun i get you it's over i'm a big routine person though too so i worry about that and i'm a big and this is i'm trying to be a recovering have my way kind of person uh. like so i i know like i said i did not appreciate the level of partner he was in my last relationship i will be much better about that in the future mm-hmm. um and he actually taught me a lot to take into my next relationship because i'll be so much more mindful of the other person mm-hmm. so, yeah okay um okay this is a good one because this is something i really struggle with Ooh, let's hear it how do i stop worrying about what other people think of me i worry a lot about what other people think of me do you do you feel like you do? i do i worry so much about it um uh... Let me think for just a second. Have I had a moment where I'm like, um, I don't know if it's if I, yeah, I mean, I guess I do. Like I have my moments, but I don't, I'll be honest. I know the level that you do because we talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure it's to that level. Definitely maybe used to be more so when I was younger, but now, now, no, it's not as much, but I'm so confident in like the growth I've made. It's very different. You and I are different in that way of like. We're just different though. I just feel like but I do worry. people put so much of their unsolicited opinion out there. And it's just like, so I'm constantly like, am I going to have to hear shit from somebody about this? Like, mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't want to hear it. Okay, so that is, maybe it's because I grew up in a big family. Something I learned 
not early on, but like early 20s, maybe actually probably within the last two years, I just stopped talking about stuff that I literally I learned like I don't want anybody's opinion on that. I'm not opening my mouth because growing up as a high schooler and in my early 20s, I I, I talked so much about the relationship I was in at the time and I was sick of hearing everyone's opinion. But then it's like a lot of the feedback I would get was like, well, you're sharing your stuff with us. So like it opens us up to giving an opinion. And I'm like, that's so true. So now I'm just like, if I don't want to hear about it, I don't say anything. Which also plays into me staying more private with things, which is how I like it. That's so sad, though. It's how we live in a society like that. Like, I hate that. Like, I'm not always the best at it. I really, really try and preface myself if I'm, like, I'm going to give you some unsolicited advice right now or this is my unsolicited opinion. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we should not have to live in fear of, like... Oh, um, I don't want to talk about anything because you're going to make me feel bad about my life choices and what I am doing. Like, and I'm talking about totally random people too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's because like morally and like character wise, we're all so different. Like someone's morals don't, may not align with yours. Like even yours and mine, our morals may not align. Our character may not align. Like, so that could, your opinions are naturally going to be different. Also the life experiences you have. I just think it's really hard for people not to be opinionated because people come from such different backgrounds. Well, and I get that. I get that people are going to be different opinions, but it's like, it's kind of self, it's kind of like self-obsessed that you think I want to hear that. You know (laughs) what I mean? Is that mean? I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like, if I tell you like, oh, you know, like, Loren, I want to, you know, move to Mexico and drive a boat that flies parasails. It's like... I would be like, more power to you, sis. You probably would. I would just be like, you do it, girl. But I wouldn't do that. But you can. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. Live your life. But like, people who just shoot other people down, like, I feel like, I feel like we wouldn't naturally worry about what other people think of us. I think that is a culture that has been created because so many people are like shooting other people down. Well, and everyone gives their opinion. Like, I don't care what it is. Like, just look at our country. I mean, social media... Let's let's be real. If we didn't have social media, a lot of that would probably yeah. Because I feel like I didn't used to dissipate. You know, because you're exposing yourself on like a public social platform. I also think too. This is just another. I think I have a lot of imposter syndrome syndrome in my life, Mm -hmm. and I think that's a big issue I have, and I think that only contributes to it. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. and I I think it's just because I have had I I like am very successful in my career for being as young as I am, and I do I've done a lot of things that would have been on my longer term. Um, like your goal list Uh and so sometimes I feel like I'm living in a house of cards like and so I think that that also contributes to it too sure so yeah but how do you stop I don't know but if anyone knows you tell me you don't you don't stop (laughs) you really don't I feel like people will always worry Ooh, you should ask that. You should do that one. Oh, because I actually just came across a guy like this. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that. I've heard you talk about that. Should I date someone who isn't of my faith? So I think this one's just like a huge opinion-based question. Because like, there's no right or wrong. To me, it's like whatever you're willing to like put up with or deal with in your relationship. Personally, I think no. I couldn't deal. I couldn't date someone who doesn't at least have similar beliefs. Do we have to be like? Like, if we're both religious, like, if I'm going to say I'm Christian, I would like him to be Christian because I don't feel like Christian and Catholic, they're pretty similar. But, like, then you're talking different churches and there are, you know, different beliefs within both religions. So, for me, no. But you might think otherwise. 
I, like I couldn't date an atheist. Definitely not. No, no, me neither. I, if I'm like on a um, not that that's a religion, app, but I, I won't swipe on um, like because faith is like the foundation of my life. Like I, I am fully guided by like God and Jesus and my faith, and so it's like for me, it's like that is the foundation I want to raise my children. on. Yeah. So it. I don't know. I feel so torn because okay, I believe that, but then also. I think about, like, for example, like, people who are Jewish. Like, that is such a strong, like, um, ancestry tie as well. So, it's like, if I met someone who is Jewish, I'm not going to ask them to give up, like, their whole, like, you know what I mean? Like, so I think about that. But then they, what if they asked you then, like, give up Christianity, become a Jew? And I want to raise my kids Jewish. Would I you? go back and forth because I do know a lot of families and a lot of couples who are successfully Christian and Jewish. They practice both. Because I do think, make it work. I feel like that's a pretty close one. Let's go. Let's go more drastic here. Okay. Christian and Muslim. Different. Yeah, I don't know. See, see, it would take so much. Like, I don't know anything about the Muslim faith. Like, I would have to kind of know, like, what are the teachings, things like that. Because I do want to raise my kids under this basic principle of that, like, you know, Jesus is our savior, things like that. But I also think that, like, and I assume that's not Muslim. I don't know anything about the religion, so I don't want to sound ignorant at all. Um, but that is a basic thing. But I also think that exposure to religion because i'm not going to force christianity on my children no but you want to raise them with that foundation i I actually i hate i hate the term christianity i do because i think it's very poorly represented by a lot of people so i like even like kind of flinch at that word i also don't know and this is just me even though those are my beliefs i have a lot of trauma around church so i don't even know what that's going to look like for me with children Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I it's so That's hard. Tough. It's a, such a hard question to think about. There is some, you know, religions that I just fundamentally don't agree with. So I couldn't date someone like of those religions because of that. But there are certain religions that I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know how to answer that question. That's cool. Like it's an automatic no for me. Yeah. Just no. no. I respect. I that. don't want to mess with it. I don't want to deal with. I just think it'd be a fight because we would raise our kids so different. And like when you get down to like the fundamental ideas or whatever of the religion like and beliefs nah i just don't want to deal with that that's too much there's already enough that you have to deal with in a relationship it's also like we don't have to get too deep into this it's like i couldn't i don't think i could be with someone who had this might be tough for some people but like a different political views if we're not of this like same views because that just to me creates a huge divide in your household see i'm the direct opposite with that one i haven't like really i, I do Okay, with one caveat. They would have to feel the exact same way I feel about that. If they could be like, I don't care at all, then I'm like, good. But it couldn't be like, I don't care at all, and then they do. Oh, that they wouldn't be with you if they did care. I literally recently went on a date, and this guy told me, I don't want to, like, put all our views out there, but he told me if I knew your views, I never would have gone on a date with you. And I was like, I'm sorry, are your political views your only personality Oh, was that the trait? coffee date guy? Yeah, that was the coffee date. He was just but a pretentious like, jerk anyway, but yeah, yeah. he was awful. But I was like, I that's the thing is like, I don't like when people make it like their only personality trait, especially when you first meet someone like that. No, that's way too soon. I mean, I would have been like, okay, I would entertain the date. I probably wouldn't let it go further because I'd be like, okay, we're so different there. It's not worth our time. Right. But See, I wouldn't have done that. That's just I, But I also think though, because my aunt and uncle... They're, like, my model of marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, to me, like, if I could look, they just 
are so obsessively in love with each other and they've been together they're in their 60s I, I want to say their late 60s and he started chasing her when they were 16 17 that's cute and they're still together they've been together they're the like, exception to the rule but he or i don't know who's who actually i don't know one of them's super liberal one is super um conservative and they they it, it's literally a non-issue they're just like we are too obsessed with each other to care like i don't care what he votes for i don't care what she votes for like we're mm-hmm. so obsessed with each other so i think and that was always really well known growing up that yeah. they were like that so i think it just made me realize like oh like if two people can just not can care, exist in a marriage like that i think that's where my viewpoint comes from on that i respect it totally respect it yeah. i think i'm just too much I feel i'm like too hard the other way have like um you are really i don't feel i'm as i don't want to say as strong in my beliefs as you are but like you like really are informed and like you know your opinions on things i feel like so many things i'm like i don't know how i feel about that or i'm unsure about that like maybe i would feel differently if i, I feel felt like you like would I swung really hard one way yeah you know? or if you were really like well read on a certain thing you'd be like no i I'm, will not like i'm actually falter. also very unpassionate about politics like i don't like to talk about it think about it like i've been seeing you're a not lot political of, i'm that's is what that, people is, will say, say is that a thing on him i mean i've seen it on well the one dating app which i finally deleted for good oh my gosh you deleted all your apps the one app i had whoa 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 all the apps. I was on one, let's clarify, and no, I got rid of it. Yeah, it's just annoying. But yeah, not political is something I'm seeing now. But honestly, I feel like that's a cop-out. Like, you're not political. You live in this country. You need to... You don't have to be, like, Democrat or Republican, but I think you should be informed and have, like... You need to know. Like, don't say you're not political, because then that just gets you out of all political conversations. The facts are, the country is political. Do you think, though, that that could mean that, like, you don't want anything to do with it? Sure, but like, because yeah, that's what I, I mean by true. it. I don't. I understand the concepts, and I, I like, I just don't want anything to do with it because I'm just like, I just like. You just want to vibe on your own, I like want everyone. To be like, I just, I don't want, you want that peace. Which I get it, but it's also like, where the country as a whole is political. So, like, I'm not saying you necessarily have to pick a side per se. I just think it's good to stay well informed. Yeah, well, know what's going important. on in your country, but that kind of makes. I would have, does that not make you political? I don't know. I think when I think of it more, I'm more like I'm not picking I don't a side. Want to talk about it. Like I don't want like if I'm hanging out with someone, I don't want. I I always assumed I'm not on any apps either, but I have seen that on Hinge. But I assumed what it meant was like if we go on a date, I don't want to talk about politics, and that's how I feel. Like. If we go on a date, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to talk about it on the first date, but if it came up later when we're already serious, right? I'm fine with it. But on the first date, no. On the first date, I assumed it meant on dating apps. Maybe. maybe it does. Or like for me, one guy was like, "I studied religion for ten years," and I was like, "Relax. I don't need a class on religion. Can we have a good time?" And then we just dove into Christianity and Buddhism and like atheism. I was like, "No, That's a no. Lot. It's just so heavy. It's like plus I it's told him so I was heavy. like, I didn't come here to like be taught." Okay, I'm just wanting to have a good time. You know what it also could mean? What? It could mean, because maybe it means that you can, this is the perfect world. You can talk about these issues without trying to make me feel one way or another. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, because I feel like you and I have, a, actually a lot of my relationships, 
there's a good balance of like, oh, did you hear about this? And we have a conversation around it, but it's not like, well, it needs to be like this because of this is not, I would, if, if you talked that way or somebody, I would be like, and this is what you're doing. Like, this is what you're I'm going to shut this down right now because it's like, that's so great. You feel that way. I don't give a shit. Like, and I like feel my way, but maybe that's what it means. It's like having a conversation without the other person trying to push anything on you. Yeah. Like, just respecting like the boundary of like, this is my view. I understand you have a completely different point of view or you may have a different Yeah. Because I think people need to realize like God in all his infinite wisdom maybe made different people to have different thoughts. Like, I don't know. I wasn't there. But I wasn't there on the, that's a good thought. That's seven a good... days. But maybe he thought that different people would have different thoughts. And I just think we all need to adapt that. Well, I mean, he did give us, like, free will, which then... And there's the money ticket. <laughs> that's the, the golden <laughs> answer. Free will means I can think what I want. Yeah, you can think for yourself. Um, Shall we? People turn off the podcast. <laughs> Um, we're, we're being very scandalous We're getting here. very heavy. Um, okay. Let me think about that question. Um, okay. I don't love it. Oh, you don't? I feel triggered by it. Oh, let's um, ask it, please. It's a hard question. I feel drowned by social media. How do I find balance? I don't have any balance. You don't? Do you feel like you're on it too much? Do you feel drowned? I'm on it too much. I... Spend way too much. I know comparison is the thief of joy, and I spend so much of my time comparing. Like that is a very unhealthy area for me. Is like I'm like never satisfied. I'm like, and it's not. It's always within myself. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like if I went through this big weight loss, but then I see people online, I'm like, I could lose more. Or it's like I've, you know, I felt feel built a pretty successful life for myself, but then I see other people, and I'm like, I haven't done enough. Like. I feel like it makes me very down on myself. Mm-hmm. So I have to, I know it's a limit with myself to be very, very careful. Like if I start feeling those ways, I just, that's why honestly I prefer TikTok. I think that people are really open about their disastrous lives on TikTok. Oh, and I find solace in it because I'm like, that's the thing I love about TikTok is if you go in the comment sections, people are always like, I've never had an original thought or, oh, so we're all out here living the same life. And it's like so refreshing to see people post like such embarrassing or like shameful things and you're like oh my god i'm not the only one it's relatable that's why i like love tiktok okay because instagram's so like perfectly curated and that always makes me feel bad about myself it's the modern day it's the new facebook it's like that's how i feel like facebook was you know back in the day everyone's like they just post all the positive things on facebook now it's instagram for me i'm like addicted to the scrolling I'm like not really, I don't even look too much at the post itself as right. much as I just scroll. Like I'm addicted to the screen. Did you know that they say that actually sets off like a dopamine effect in your brain? Really? Yeah, it's like so it triggers like your instant gratification. That's I why hate swiping it. too. Swiping on dating apps does the same thing. Interesting. Yeah, I hate it. Honestly, I've considered just like deleting the apps, you know, just like off my page yeah. not obviously deleting accounts or anything or deactivating just getting rid of the apps because like i will scroll for hours so for me i have no balance right now i'll say that i'm like do you ever look at your screen time fully nope i refuse <laughs> immediately no i refuse to look at that what's our next question How can I stop killing my houseplants? Don't overwater. Um, I literally just had to replace like six that I killed them all. You let so. those puppies sit in the moist soil. Don't overwater them. That's how I've killed everything. I Do you have plants in your house? Yeah. 
Have you been to my place? Yeah, I do. I have a beautiful, I don't know what it's called, actually, Monstera. No, it's not that. Yeah, I have a really pretty green plant. Um, Oh, gosh. The sensitive one. That's that's an immediate no. We don't even need to ask that. Well, Well, now we have to ask it. Yeah, now we have to ask it. Okay, my ex and I now live in the same city. Should I rekindle the relationship? There's a lot of parameters that go into this. How long have you guys been broken up? How did it end? Why is he in the same city? Are you dating someone? Absolutely, you should not rekindle the relationship if so. This is literally like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez getting back together. Does not mean you need to get back with your ex. Just because he moves to the same city? No. I'm a hardcore ex rekindler. I used to be, and now I'm no. And both my exes live here. Um, I... The one's married, so I guess that's... I mean... Why would I rekindle immediately that? Immediately, no. <laughs> yeah, if your ex is married, immediately, no. But the other one did reach out, but I'm just like, no, sir. Okay, um, we... This... We dated twice. It didn't work. We're not doing this again. I'm not oh, going to even so meet up late. for drinks. But I feel like it's kind of so fresh for you. Give yourself a year or two and you'll be like, no. Like, like why? Tell me why you would meet up. To literally rekindle... Oh, I guess does rekindle the relationship like me and try to get back together? Yeah, like trying to get back together. Nah, I used to be the queen of second chances. I'm done with that. But have your fun. A new queen has been crowned. (laughs) (laughs) It's you. I am just like, I don't know. It's so hard. Like I was saying earlier, because of the grief. So I can't let go of stuff. Like I, it's really hard for me to let go of people. It's really hard for me to like. But it's so fresh. I know. But I'm going to be honest with you. I I don't know that that will ever change about me. What about. It's really hard to say. I was gonna, what like let's say two years from now. Mm-hmm. All right, you're still here. Let's say he moved. You find out he moved this month. You're like, oh, he moved mm-hmm. to Chicago. Well, I don't know. Right. And he comes back two years from now. Mm-hmm. You're still single, but you're vibing. You're doing your own thing. You're happy. You're confident. You think in two years when you're living your best life, beauty in the bod is flourishing, thriving. Wow. And we're just doing the most out here. And he comes back. You're gonna want to rekindle that. I mean, like, do you really want me to answer that? <laughs> I mean, yes, and let's come back to this two years from now, and you'll be like, wow, I can't believe I said that. Um, yeah, probably. I'm willing to bet money. You would? Yeah. Just because I think I was wrong in a lot of things, and I... Think, oh, we're having a lot of self-awareness here. I really do think I was wrong in okay. a lot of stuff. I do think that I was very, like... I think there was a lot of stuff that I could have done differently and better Okay, that's way different. Yeah. So, yeah. He didn't fuck you over. No. Oh, my God, no. He was... He's a great person. Like, he really is. He's a great partner. He's a great person. I think that our relationship... This is the thing, too. I think our relationship never really had a chance. There was so much tragedy, like, start to finish. And so, it always... That always plays in the back of my mind. Like, if we had just had a fair shot without all the tragedy, like, there was death, there was... There's just so much water. There was illness. So much water under the bridge. So much, so much stuff that happened. A flipping pandemic, like, which took tolls on relationships. You know, there there was just so much. And I just feel like we never got a shot. And I was in a horrible place throughout majority of the relationship. So, yeah, I mean, now let's check in in two years. I might feel totally different. But where I'm at now, there's part of me that always kind of wonders, like, if I would always give it another chance just because I feel like it never got it. So, yeah, and I can like, I can relate to that. So I'll be honest, you do go through your own, everyone goes through the grieving process, right, of ending relationships. I did feel like that at one point. There was a certain point where with the nine and a half year one, I thought we never got a fair chance because like, 
our parents didn't want us together. We were young. We were each other's first everything, whatever. Right. It was like doomed from the start. Right, right, right. We broke a lot of rules. I lied a lot. I was a bad kid. But but now I'm like, okay, fast forward. He's married, two children or something. Like there's just like, he has a whole family. I couldn't imagine. Right, like, right, right. Well, and see, the thing is right now I'm single as a Pringle, no prospects, no anybody. So it's like. Of course, I can't. But, okay, in two years, I may be in a relationship with someone I couldn't imagine my life without. And so it's like I couldn't even imagine going back to an ex. You know what I mean? But isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy how there is a period of time where, like, even for me, like, for every female, every male, we, you know, everyone experiences it if you've been in a very serious romantic relationship of, like, there is no way I can picture my life without this person. Oh, yeah. But then you give yourself time. Literally, I don't. I couldn't imagine my life with that person now. We we just don't align on anything. Like, I don't want that life. Right. You know what I mean? Now, but it's it's crazy because I used to think, like, there's no way I'll make it. I'm not, I physically can't make it without this person. Like, yeah. there's no way I don't see my life without them. But now I'm like, I don't see my life with them. Well, love is literally, like, a mental, physical, like, all-consuming, emotional, like, thing. Like, it's like, we do feel like we could not physically live without that person i hate i hate it i hate love honestly i'm I'm just anti i mean honestly i'm terrified to fall in love again because that feeling is like oh my god mm-hmm. like, you don't want to go through that pain again no like, you don't my future husband i will like you so hard but love it's gonna be a bit of a stretch you're gonna have to really work for that you're gonna have to really we don't that. throw that word around loosely um, 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 um hence why <laughs> this next person should I contact my ex um, immediately no I mean, even I, if the alcohol says yes, you say no. Oh God. Um. Oh, I want to answer this one. Is it selfish that I broke up with him? Because I was breakup queen, and I regret it. Hardcore. You're breakup queen, even in friendships. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we weren't coming at me. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I was honest. Thought I should out a little too easy. <laughs> I didn't give that I one myself. Because if someone's just like not serving me, I'm so quick to cut them out. However, I've been doing this. I've I've been listening um to this program from this woman, Fiona Lukies. She's amazing, and she's all about like relationships. And I've been like um reading, like doing some of her program, listening to her podcast, and it's just a really like interesting way to look at relationships Mm -hmm. um and it kind of follows the same kind of teachings that i used to um get through my anxiety stuff Mm -hmm. but it made me realize like so many of the reasons that i was breaking up with people friends boyfriend whoever was just because things weren't going the way i thought they should and she was very eye-opening to like who are you to think you know how something should go like who are you to think that you know how someone should respond to something or how they should feel about something. And her whole messaging kind of behind is like, get over yourself. Like, you really think, like, it's that much about you? Like, and it was... Now, obviously, this has nothing to do with, like, cheating, abuse, anything like that. I'm talking about just straight up if it's just like, oh... Well, he's not responding the way I thought he should. Or, or the way you think he should. Or think he should. Or he's not reacting the way I think he should. And that was so much of my attitude. And I was so unwilling to, like, like really kind of be a partner and really, like, work through things. Because I've, I'm very much like, nope, I mean, 
like I'm like do it now do it now 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 like I don't see like the value of process and things and that's mm-hmm. something I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. and yeah it was very selfish like and now looking back on it I shouldn't have done it I mean it's it is what it is yeah it's, it's over it's over it doesn't matter now but like yeah it was super super selfish of me and yeah sometimes breakups are really selfish and sometimes it's really not about the other person and it's about you and you should reflect on that and that's me talking to me you should reflect on that i like it i'm big on reflection all right let me see we probably have time for one to two more okay let's go to the next page because i'm not next page let's do something a little this is the last page so make it good um how can i prepare a lot of these must be old. oh these are rough um let me see hold on i like wait 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 um oh yeah okay i actually like this one because i struggle with that big time mm. how can i find work-life balance while working from home because i th- i feel like your office is now in your home and it's so hard for me to walk away from the computer or my desk and like recognize that I'm no longer working and like separate that because my office is literally in my bedroom mm. oh, yeah. like from well you have bigger space and you have dogs I mean I guess I have a roommate but I feel like from for me now I have to get out of my like I have to leave almost like, every day like, and go somewhere and walks go to the gym r- go literally get out and go to a coffee shop and sit there and read I don't care what it is but I have to get out I leave my apartment every day because I guess before the whole pandemic, we were leaving our house every day to go to work. Yeah. So it's no different than that. But it's hard for me to separate my... Is it not difficult for you? Do you... I don't think so, just because my work is so flexible. And I usually have a lot of doctor's appointments. And my life's always kind of on the Oh, that's go. right. I saw the hour and a half break you have in the beginning of your season. It's an admin <laughs> break, first of all. I don't know why I titled it that. Um, just kidding. But... Okay. Um, so I always feel on the go anyways, but I also like try and multitask. So it's like, oh, my call ended a little bit early. I have 10 minutes. I go do a load of laundry. Oh, like I, this meeting got canceled. Now I have free 20 minutes. I'm going to go like eat and unload the dishwasher. Like I try and kind of make my days like as dual purpose as possible. I'm so like opposite of that. I'm so like tunnel vision that Mm -hmm. all I do is like, I'm at the computer, work, 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 work. Like, I can't step away or then I'll get taken away from whatever I'm doing. Maybe this new job we'll will be allow that, like, allow me to step away and be different. Because right. I feel like with the last one, it was like, you're on just a never ending, like, you're running on a hamster wheel. Never ends, yeah, never yeah. stops running. So it's like, I couldn't stop till 7.30 or 8 and I would start at, like, 8 a.m. Gotcha. So. That makes sense. But no, I kind of, you're right. Maybe with this new, we'll see with the new job if I'll be able to, like, really learn to separate and eat at least i don't even eat during the work day oh uh yeah like you should definitely work on that yeah i don't eat i hardly drink water i don't take care of myself well actually that leads into the last question i wanted to ask is how do i take care of myself on emotionally heavy days so i want to share a piece of advice that i've learned over this last year and that is we we put such a focus on self-love and like loving ourselves but I don't think we talk about it is really hard to love yourself like you are the hardest person in the world to love because you're your worst critic yeah you're your Your worst critic critic. and I feel like we should talk about more like the the best way to love yourself is to start by taking care of yourself because you have to think that's like 
Because then you're going to start feeling nurturing towards yourself. And then you're going to start caring about your own well-being. And that it's like that nurturing and care that will be, that will blossom into love. So how do you, what do you do on emotionally heavy days? So I always like try and remind myself like Audrey, like when you are being hard on yourself, it is literally having a physical reaction in your body. You're tensing up, Mm -hmm. your stomach's hurting, you're like, it's, it's wreaking havoc on your body. So I always try and remind myself like what, like how it's not serving you, how it's not serving me being hard on myself. And I try and really give myself a break. Like, I really try and be, like, because here's the thing. We don't win any awards for making life harder on ourselves. So, it's, like, if you're having a heavy day, like, you're no one's going to give you an award for going to the gym. No one's going to give you an award for cleaning your house. Like, mm-hmm. if, if that, those things truly make you feel better, then, yeah, do them. But don't do them because you're forcing yourself to do something. Like, if it feels better to stop and lay and take a break and not do anything, then do that. Like, do, like... Don't do things just because you think that, like, somehow, like, you're going to get extra credit somewhere for, like, f- stomaching through things. Or, mm-hmm. Like, so I have really tried to learn that because I used to be that type of person. It's like, no, I'm going to power through, power through, power through. And then I was left feeling even worse. Mm-hmm. Because rest and recharge feels better than accomplishment. It just does. And it serves you better. Yeah. Yeah, so. I just, like, ride the wave. I just let myself have the bad days now. Yeah. They don't really happen too often, but when they do, I'm like, okay, this is just a bad one, so I'm just going to be here with it. You have to feel the feelings, which is hard. It's That's actual real work, I feel, and some people need coaching for it. I personally do, but yeah, I ride the wave now. I don't try to, like, I think, too, living alone really helps you do that because, like, you're alone. No one's there to judge you or anything, so you can f- really feel it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm excited for you to get this chance to live by yourself because you can really feel whatever you want in a place where no one's judging you. There's no one here to do that. Right. It's, yeah, you just, you ride that wave. But yeah. I I want to get better about that. I've gotten better, but I would like to get, like, really good about it. Like, just, like, being so kind to myself on bad days. Yeah. But and on that note. All work in progress. Yes. Always. Um, that's that's gonna be it. That's what we today. got. I mean, I feel like there's some some nuggets in there. There's some nuggets, and you know what? Like, we're just getting back, so we're warming up for our next few episodes. We're gonna bring the heat. But for now, um, like, comment, subscribe, follow, share, whatever you wish. There will be content. We promise. We are bringing it now. Okay, so, so till next time. Bye. Bye.